Hello, hello. Good morning, everybody. We are live. Morningwood Radio with your host, Hunter the Hiker, and your co-host, Ryan. Oop, now we're going to have a double. Okay. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? What was the double thing? Uh, well, YouTube is also playing in another window of uh, screen, so I almost had like an echo going on. Oh, I get that. I get that. Dude, I had to like – I'm getting – so I have this way where I basically I will log on to my computer and I have all the things that I've been researching throughout the day. Yeah. I have like a hundred links open up and sometimes <laughs> I cannot find the second video that is playing and yeah. I think I'm losing my mind because it's in my headphones. Yeah, I just have to shut everything down. Dude, this is the first time we've done the show just you and I in a while. It's been a long time. I think it's been before we did that Christmas episode where it was like, where are we planning for 2023? And that yep. was the last one we did a. Uh, uh, just a solo, you and I. Damn good times, dude. Mm. Um, so people, I got to so get better about What's going on with this hike? All I saw was a picture yesterday that says, act like Tunner or something. And I was like, this isn't the name of any mountain. What, what ACT, the Appalachian Trail. Oh, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. But first of all, guys, I got to get better about doing this. I really, I, I just want to have a show and have a good time. But in reality, what, what supports this whole thing is our businesses, and I really just want to tell you guys about what we got coming up next. Things are moving so fast, and I often feel like, even with Battle Bunker, so many people missed out on the signups, and I was like, how do people not know about this? So I'm just going to be way better at just being attentive and pitching the shit out of you guys on what we're doing because it's not like I'm trying to sell you something. It's because I'm trying to improve your fucking lives. The things that we're doing are badass. If you guys are in the fitness industry and you're wasting your time listening to me, you're probably invested in the things like this. So first of all, let me tell you this. Battle Bunker, which is really kind of one of these things that's very much in the immediate future, all of these athletes have been selected since the Open and now are going into the regional stage. A lot of these athletes have qualified. First one's going to be in North Carolina at my buddy Chris McNamara's gym, Evolution Athletics. Second one is going to be in San Antonio, Texas. And it is going to be at Alpha uh, – shit, it's Alpha Gym. I don't know why I'm screwing this up right now. It's kind of embarrassing, but we'll have details for it later. Um, first one's going to be June 10th. Second one's going to be June 23rd. Uh, I am not going to be part of the second one because I'm going to be hiking the Appalachian Trail, and that's what this epi uh, episode is about, and I'm going to tell you guys all about it in a little bit. Things I need you guys to know about with house training – Hunter's Academy of Strength is putting on our, our annual uh, Lean and Mean Challenge for summer. We love the summer shred. We love to get ripped for summer because who the oh. hell doesn't want to be ripped? Uh, it has always been an incredibly successful thing for us. Uh, I just think so many people spend their entire uh, – most people in our space spend their entire year focusing on their cardio, wall balls, sled pushes. In reality, one of the reasons why I've had so much success in this sport is I've continued to put on – muscle and strength and continue to keep my stamina and a lot of you guys just stagnate and don't ever get any stronger and there's a reason why you guys get the shit beaten out of you when you guys go up against sleds skiers whatever you need to get stronger and you also need to have a better looking body because when you take your shirt off and you look like a noodle people don't care so this one's going to be unique guys it's going to be the carb cut um carb cut challenge we're basically kind of using this carb flow throughout the week so that you guys can manipulate your diet to really focus on using those carbs to energize your workouts and then really cut them out to kind of burn that fat um and last but not least guys builder is absolutely killing it so much show that it's completely changed my life and i'm pumped 
my life is uh, going in the direction that I've always wanted it to. I've always had a really, really cool life. I never knew when the success that I was waiting for was going to hit, but it's finally hit with Builder. And I can honestly say, guys, it's because of you. I, I built this product because I was using it on my own to set world records, chase dreams, change my body, improve my races. And now I have formulas that people have in their cups every single day around the world. And it's completely changed people's lives. I'm just amazed that most people didn't understand how important hydration was to the factor of improving your fitness, whether being more prop, being better, uh, more properly hydrated helps burn fat faster, actually helps build muscle faster. Having more hydration in your system with the proper amount of electrolytes and taurine and other ingredients like this actually allows you to push your endurance harder and your reps harder because your core temperature is lower. People don't know these things. People are just like, I'm going to take a ton of pre-workout, blow my head off, go into the gym, see if I can get things done. And they don't recognize that there's so many other pieces to the puzzle that really can help improve your situation. That's why we started with hydration. There actually is a pre-workout coming out in four weeks. Um, that's also another really important part of the puzzle. But we want you guys to stay hydrated first. So go check out Builder. Get yourself some Hydro Builder. If you're in the UK, go check out Strength 2. It's another incredible product we just launched. Um, we are already pretty much sold out of it. It blew my mind. We bought a product and it was gone in less than a month. That's when things are going the right way. Um, and because of this, guys, it really inspired me to do this next thing that I'm going to tell you guys about, which is the Appalachian Trail. And Ryan, I'm going to let you ask as many questions as you want because I want to have a dialogue here, but I'm going to go on a rant first. Okay. Because um, I, I pulled up some some questions that I had because I was like, can I just go out and do it? But there, there's – there's some steps that you got to take. You can't just like on a whim. Hey guys, want to go uh, hike it today? And then just drive out and do it. Well, I'm basically going to do the drive out and do it thing, but okay. check this out. I'll explain the catalyst and then the current moment. And then we'll just talk about it. First of all, the catalyst was about in 2019, I had just, kind of gone through the CrossFit games. I came back. I ran my first high rocks. That was pretty dope. And I decided I didn't want to do CrossFit anymore. My body was pretty destroyed from CrossFit. I, I just broke up with a girl that I was just like, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. And I felt like I had just gone through this incredible, like explosive period of time of like forcing my body as hard as I could and forcing this campaign as hard as I could to go to the CrossFit Games. I got done with it. I cut out of it. And then I was like, life could be so much better than this. I feel like I am running on a treadmill maxed out at all times, mentally, physically, spiritually. Uh, and I was like, I need to slow down. And everybody, New Year's was coming up and everybody's like, let's go get banged up and go have a wild time. And I was like, dude, I've been drunk on every drug that you can imagine under the sun. I was like, there's no high that I haven't seen before. And I started to think to myself, and I've been thinking this way again um, over the past couple months. I was like, what did 13-year-old Hunter like to do? And 13-year-old Hunter liked skateboarding, going in the woods, and liked fast cars. I already owned a fast car. I don't need to skateboard anymore. It hurts a lot more when you fall on a skateboard at this size. And I was like, I need to go spend more time in the woods. So I decided to go hike the Appalachian Trail with a handful of my friends for New Year's. And I remember I ate mushrooms on top of a mountain, butt naked as the sun was setting on the last day of 2019. And 
I recognize how incredibly powerful being in the woods was. I was like, I don't have any of the things that I've amassed throughout this time that I thought was so valuable, whether it was cash, world titles, businesses, girls that I liked, whatever the heck it was. And I was completely free on top of a mountain. And I was like, this is the greatest feeling I've had in pretty much the past decade of my life. And I've completely forgotten about it because all of these things that you assume that you're supposed to be doing are starting to pop up, whether it's now, the girl. How, how you- many, uh, how many days are you setting aside for this? Because the, the entire Appalachian trail, the AT as the in folks call it is 2,190 miles. Yeah. So the way this is going to work is June 10th is battle bunker. Um, June 10th is battle bunker. And basically the day afterwards, June 11th is going to be the Sunday. I'm going to pack all my bags. I'm shipping all of my stuff from North Carolina from here. I'm going to fly back from London, meet my bags and battle bunker in North Carolina. I'm going to ship my bags from London back to the United States I'm going to pick up my bags that I've already shipped from the United States to North Carolina. And from there, I'm going to get on the trail on June 12th. My buddy Chris, who owns the gym, is going to drive me to Asheville. And I'm going to start hiking from Asheville to D.C. And that's uh, mile marker 288 to mile marker 888. Um, From there, my dad is going to pick me up, I think, on like July 1st for the weekend to spend 4th of July with everybody. And I'm going to go there. And at that point, based on whatever I've got going on the rest of my schedule, I might hike uh, a little bit further, but I know we're doing the starvation triathlon July 29th. Mm-hmm. I might just literally hike the trail and then show up to the starvation triathlon and just do it. Mm-hmm. So I think I could probably get the thing done in 60 days yeah That's i mean it normally saying. says five to seven months to hike the entire thing i'm thinking about 30 miles a day okay 30 miles a day that might not finish me the entire thing but it'll finish a lot of it average hikers say that it takes about 12 to 16 miles a day but you're not the average bear yeah dude I, i'm not a pussy. <laughs> I, I want to enjoy it too that's also another thing and the reason why I'm going by myself is because basically I've I've reached this point where I've tried to do trips like this with so many different people. I've tried to do it with like, you know, some of my best friends, some of my girlfriends, some of everybody. And every ten times out of ten, people drop out. And I'm talking about they drop out when we are literally only doing three to seven day trips. And I feel like I just gotta get out there. I gotta go give it a try. Um, I, I just want to go for it. And I've been waiting for this for three years. I just, I've been building the businesses. I've been training for races. And I think um, I did this a couple of years ago when I set the Murph record, I finished up the Murph record. It was the end of May. I came back, I packed my bags. I met up with all my friends and we did a seven day hike on the PCT behind big bear. And that was incredible. That was like a that was a total high. I was so happy, but this time I guess I'll just do it by myself. I'll figure it out. Huh. Are you worried about any type of crowded conditions or anything? Have you no, looked at I'm, what days are, are normally more crowded for people rushing to try to hike this trail? 
Barbarian Utopia is a documentary that I watched yesterday where it was basically just telling you about all the spots and things that you're going to encounter. Um, it doesn't seem that there's much of an issue with traffic. Like the only thing that I've run into is, you know, you're going to basically be hiking on this thing and a lot of the times you'll end up in shelters and people can share shelters. I'm planning yeah. on doing this thing like micro pack style. Yeah. I'm going to basically not bring a shelter with myself whatsoever. I'm going to bring a tarp. I'm going to bring a, um, a sleeping pad and a sleeping bag. And I'm not going to sleep in any shelters. I'm just going to sleep in the dirt. When I, I, Cause when I went to rehab years ago, I lived out there for three months and I slept in the dirt the whole time in snow in rain and everything. And I started to recognize like, you don't really need these shelters and it's get it out was, of here with these fancy tents I'm dude, it was, on the ground. It was so, it was so miserable to start. I was just like, these rehabs, by the way, cost like $20,000 a month. And I was like, you guys are giving us nothing. It's not like I just, I thought I deserved to have more because we were spending more money, but like they were basically just pocketing all that money. They're like, you have a tarp boy. It was, it was rough. It was so rough. I froze my ass off. So you so guys I can anywhere near like great smoky mountains or Shenandoah national park or ba Baxter state park or anything like that. Cause actually you will need a permit around those areas. Um, I know that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start ahead of the smoky national park. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be just above it. Um, here, I'll send you this link and you can look at this map. I'm going to start just above it. And do I just put this in the – I'll put it in the private chat. We can, Yeah, we have a side chat here. Yeah, so that's the map right there. And I'll start above the Smokies. And at that point, uh, basically, I'm just going to keep on hiking until I reach D.C. I'll look at the map and I'll talk to you about it as I go right now. Um, Do you want me so, to share this as a as a page? Yeah, you can share it as a page. Okay. That way people can see. But I'm going to start, you know, at the, where the 40, I'm guessing, meets. There's the 40 in Asheville. So we'll be right on the other side of the Smoky National Parks. I'm going to start to go up. I'm going to end up in the Ponds Wilderness. I'm then going to cross over into. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. It's about to show. All right, here we are. Uh, whoops, excuse me, excuse me. What the hell was that? Okay, yeah. So you see that kind of like gray blob? Uh, cheer? Yeah, zoom, zoom, zoom in on that gray blob. So I'm going to basically start right where the 40 hits. Oh. And now keep on scrolling up. Keep on going through here. Keep oh, on look, going hot up. springs. The, okay, let, let me tell a little story. The best directions you gave me to find these hot springs was, go, quote, go until you think you can't go anymore and then go a little further. So Dylan and I got on a trail. You know how you said a lot of people fall out behind you? There, yep. there could be a reason is because we can't keep up as fast as you. That that was one. But two, by the time I did catch up, there was it was just a – we were going down a hill. There were no other trails. There were we could hear people, but it was literally across the mountain, and it was an echo that we were hearing for these hot springs. 
Dude, that's what I was trying Needless to tell you. To say, go until you, go until you think you can't go anymore, and you didn't keep going. But Dylan I really actually, felt like it was the the hills have eyes type of thing, and we were about to encounter some really strange folks. So if I kept going Dylan, Dylan messaged me, and he was like, hey, man, it's always been my dream to do that. I want to come do it. And I was like, dude, you couldn't mm. even survive a three-mile hike. Yeah, There's no freaking way I'm going to bring the, you on this thing. I mean, I'd like to say yes, I would, but but I should probably build up to it first. That's something mm. like this. All right, so yeah, we're at you, Hot Springs. Hot Springs is supposed to be a really bitching space. I was watching the documentary on this yesterday. A lot of, like, fun to be had there. These are where all these, like, towns come together, mm -hmm. and you're just, you know, kind of figuring it out. Now, zoom out a little bit. Zoom out. Now, this is supposedly where things get to be really weird. If you scroll up and you this get looks, to the – This looks like deep forest type stuff. Yeah. So now we're going to end up getting into Virginia at the Mount Rogers National Recreation. Now, supposedly, this is where things get pretty challenging and you get what's called the Virginia Blues. I think it's because mostly people have been on the trail for a while at this point. And they're Mount starting Rogers. to wreck. They're starting to recognize like the rest of the world's having fun without them, and blah blah blah. <laughs> I think there's so we're a talking lot right less... here. You've crossed the border. Yeah, yeah. Mount Rogers, looking at Wheatville. I I think the first time I'll have any fun is going to be around Roanoke. Um, but supposedly there's a lot of uh, depression that happens amongst this area, hmm. and. I don't really know you're why. So far away from the end, but you've come so far that it's just like, oh um, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. And I'm probably gonna make it all the way. If you keep on scrolling up, there's a town called Shenandoah. Winch Winchester or Frederick near DC. Mm -hmm. And that's oh, where I'm going to try to make it to, and that's where my dad's going to pick me up. Okay. Yeah, that's where my dad's going to pick me up. Germantown. I'm I'm quite excited. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't done anything like this ever. So this talking. obviously isn't the full trail. Have you ever done the full trail, the full twenty? Well, I mean that it does on average take like at least five months. That that's quite the adventure. Who's Sylvia Zonin? Is this person talking? I don't know. I don't know. Julia Gulia. I don't know. The best kiss Italy. It's super funny. I hope this is not the person that I'm thinking it is. 2015, I was traveling across Italy, and I was in Tuscany. And we were in this small village and I don't know why, but my friend took a picture of this. I looked like Jesus sitting at the table with all these Italian people looking at me as I was telling them stories. And there was this girl who was just infatuated with me. And I think she had never had a kiss before. And I was like, you've never been kissed before. So I said, follow oh. me. And I brought her out to the, the view and I gave her a kiss and I, that was shit 10 years ago. And she will well. message me sometimes. I'd be like, do you remember me? You gave this me woman's in our Facebook group. Well, no, no, no. She's in the uh, she she's in the professional page because that might be her. Yeah, I'll never forget that kiss. I'll never forget that kiss. I lost a lot of money that night too because I went down to like a gypsy, um, like a gypsy circus, 
and you either had to buy the beer or you had you got the beer for free and they had a board that they put nails in and if you could hit the nail in in one swing you get to win the Mm. beer otherwise you got to pay for the beer but they obviously didn't make the beer cheap Mm -hmm. and i was like this is a fucking scam and then the gypsy takes the hammer and he goes boom 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 all three of them in i was like good god is that is is that the nail in in like a tree stump and you flip the 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 hammer well, that, over? That's called stump. That's called stump. That's a far okay. more sophisticated and incredible game. I'm talking about dirty gypsy tricks. Okay. Dirty ass gypsy tricks uh, in the backwoods of Tuscany. Um, yeah. Uh, so just to answer you, Chris Pop Papalaski. Um, I'm starting after the Smokies just because it's just going to be an extra handful of hours for my team to drive and drop me off there. And I know the Smokies are supposed to be incredible, but whatever. This whole thing is supposed to be incredible. Um, I'll figure it out. I I have to also try to get to D.C., and that's going to be 30 miles a day, 20 miles of hiking a day. So I got a lot of work to do, buddy. Are you going to be listening to podcasts on on these 30 miles a day walks? I'm trying to figure this out. Um, technologically, like how this is all going to work mm-hmm. because there's part of me that just wants to go out raw, mm-hmm. like really just go out raw and maybe bring a book. And I don't know if this is going to get wrecked because it rains so much and like a notepad and just like write and read and stuff like not just write. Um, and I think that might be more powerful because all we do is listen to these shitty books and podcasts. You know what? I think you should bring the book Hatchet by Gary Paulson. Just it's about killing just, people? No, it's about the man that crashes in, in the woods, basically, on an air. It was like one of those you had to read in middle school or something. And then it crashes, and the only thing that he has to take him along the trail to get out of there is a hatchet. It's a Honestly, silver over award book it's like one of those words that are books that's it's won the i don't know it's pretty famous yeah i uh i i'm telling you right now if i crashed a plane the woods would be in trouble <laughs> they'd be crying they say shit this guy just landed here we're all in trouble the bears would cry the trees would weep but um uh Kyle Kokonos, what are you going to do without some beautiful calves from Texas to follow? <laughs> Damn, that was a cut down. Oh. Um, you know, for me, I would say the fueling process is going to be. Yeah, what are you going to be this. bringing for food? I mean, you can go in there raw without any type of like things to sleep under, you know, no tents or anything, but you got to eat. I'm probably going to bring. Builder, obviously. Boa, obviously. I'm going to bring Builder. I'm probably going to bring four cans of Boa. I'm probably going to lose a, a, a ton of weight. Yeah. I love, I love, love, love the idea of like those, those hot pot meals. Hmm. Um, What's this? You know, just there's these jet boil things you pour the water into and basically <laughs> – you pour the water into it and then you turn it on and it like immediately boils the water. Then you pour it into a pack and it like it's all froze dried food mm. um, and it just turns into a delicious meal. Like they're awesome. Don't get me wrong. But the thing that I think I 
want to do is I want to basically try to rid my body of the need for food. I'm going to basically go on like a pilgrimage. I'll be like, Jesus, I'm only going to have like one pita a day. Okay. And I'm going to allow God to guide me the rest of the way. I think I can do it. It will be miserable, but I think, you know, you'll break your body of all the woes of the world just by getting rid of the, the thought of everything else. And the, I, I remember listening to this guy, Sadhad Guru. If he talks about if you're depressious, depressed or anxious, depressious. If you're depressed or anxious, just don't eat. And mm. in a couple of days, all of your woes of the world of, oh, that girl broke my heart. Oh, I don't have any money. Oh, I don't have any of this will completely disappear. And the only thing you will be able to think about is food. And that's how simple it is. People have too many luxuries. You'd be able to get in you know, your Dodge Ram TRX truck and you get to drive around and you get to sit in your cush chair in Malibu or whatever the hell it is. And then all of a sudden you, your mind just starts to spin and you create problems that aren't really there. So maybe eating. You ever watch these shows? I know, I know you're a, a throwback old school movie type of thing, but there are these new shows now called like Alone or Survivor, not really Survivor anymore. But um, it, it's more to the fact of, of uh, like this show called Alone to where they take this, this group that, that's won the privilege. You go out to Alaska, wherever the destination is, with one type of weapon. They only allow you to do that. And then you have to build your own shelter. You have to find find a place that, that uh, uh, you, you know, where you could cook all your salmon or whatever. Dude, I, I know and, all about them. They yeah. won't let me on the shows. Oh, okay. They wouldn't let me on Titan games. They don't let me on any of these survivor shows. They won't let me on the challenge or anything because mm -hmm. these people are TV people. I'm a fucking monster. Like yeah. what? You're going to put me in the woods and you're going to tell me I have to eat animals. <laughs> I do that shit all day. I'll eat my fucking contestants. <laughs> these people are like, Oh, I came for my job. I'm a librarian. I just want to yeah. make money so that I can donate money uh, to children so they can read. I'm like, no, I'm no, not. I, I want the money and I'm going to, I want the money. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want mm. with it. You're dead. Uh, no, I, I wish I could go on these shows. This, this will be my own version of it. I don't need a yeah. camera for it. Um, part of me thinks though, it'd be pretty fun to take a GoPro and just be able to record some of the things that, um, some of the things are going on and then get out. And anytime I get to a town, just mail, uh, okay. camera stuff to, to Alex. Yeah. Um, let me get to some of these questions. A keto brick a day. No, I'm not going to eat keto bricks. And anybody that <laughs> does eat keto bricks is a fucking idiot. Dude, keto bricks. What are about what about awful. your boy Kunkel Kunkelnator? I love Kunkel. I love Kunkel, but there's not one thing that Kunkel's ever done that's been supported by science or actually has ever supported him in doing anything great. Ever since I've known Kunkel, Kunkel has made outlandish statements about his progress and his success, and none of them have hit. And then oh. I sit here and I eat McDonald's and I eat sugar all day long and I yeah. fucking dominate. Kunkel is still doing these things with keto bricks and has never hit his benchmarks. Hmm. I really want you guys to know ketosis is a lie. Any product that is around keto benefits is a lie. By the way, it's your breath smells really good when you're in full ketosis mode. I'll tell you what. This is what we thought of ke uh, ketosis. My friends and I during COVID, we bought a packet of ketone sticks. And just when we got bored, we'd whip out the ketone sticks and we'd piss all over them to see who's the closest person to being in ketosis. That's what I think of ketosis. It was just a bet for us. Mm -hmm. There's nobody I know that's ever been in ketosis that can beat me in anything. 
Just telling you the straight facts. Um, now that we've gotten through that, sorry, Kunkel, I'm not here to insult you, but you should probably throw those things away. Um, as far as Ronnie Teasdale goes, I love Ronnie Teasdale with all my heart. Um, he's a very inspiring person, but what I've recognized about Ronnie T. Dale through my conversations with him is he went so far off the grid. He was over here for a while and now he lives back in society, drives a Tesla, runs a business like the rest of us. Um, I think everybody's recognizing that being a monk is not nearly as cool as what it used to be now that there's iPhones and Teslas and homes in the Beverly Hills. Um, but that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I do think more and more about recognizing that the society that we're in right now is a board game and that you're either – you're playing the wrong board game. There's people that are playing better than us, and I, I fucking think about it all the time, and I'm losing my shit. <laughs> um, but let's uh, go into some of the notes that I have for this whole thing. I got some quotes that are quite interesting. This one right here. The world reveals itself to those who travel on foot. This is Werner – Herzog. Are you going to be carrying one of those big ass knives? This is a knife. Are you going to be carrying a, a, a knife or, or any type of thing? Because it does say, you know, on the most frequently asked questions, what about wildlife? There you go. I mean, I have this axe right here. Is that it a was Go Rock a... Games winter axe? Yeah. Gave you? Black bears are the only bear species native to the Appalachian Trail. Black bears normally avoid people, but there are encounters. I'm not worried about anything. I probably will bring a Leatherman. I don't know if I have a reason to bring an axe. I mean, that thing's kind of a little bit heavy. I cannot believe that they charge like $600 for this thing. It's a piece of steel. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I'm going to bring anything sharp. I'm not really that worried. I hope Check I get in a tussle, though. Here's Check another word. For uh, ticks, because Lyme disease is rampant. Yeah, I mean, I, I've already had I, I got bit by so many ticks in my life. I'm fine. Um, this this quote right here. How about this one? Walking is a man's best medicine by Hippocrates. Mm -hmm. I've always felt that the best that I've ever been was when I was walking a lot. When I was walking a ton in Manhattan, I lived there. Mm -hmm. It was the shit. Here's from Cindy Ross. Returning home is the most difficult part of the long distance hiking. You've grown outside of the puzzle and your pieces no longer fit. That's how I did feel when I got back from these PCT, ACT trips. Mm -hmm. I was like, this world's a joke. Mm -hmm. That might be tough. I don't know. Are you going to be carrying any type of maps with you? Cause you know, some, some areas are marked more well, you know, better than others, but it's, it's not all, you know, flashing lights where you need to turn left and right to continue on. No, I don't think I'm going to carry any kind of maps. The whole idea of this thing is to kind of distance yourself from everything. Yeah, but it's not like a map on your phone. It's like a rolled map. Don't fold the maps. You got to roll the maps and you'd be good to go. Last time I did something like that is I went with a friend the summer after our first year of college and we biked from the tip of Massachusetts to the bottom of Connecticut. And it was so funny. Our phones did not have maps at the time. Mm -hmm. That's how old this was. And we had these big maps and we would fold them out. And we were like just looking at lines and it was incredible. It really mm -hmm. was. It was so awesome to really just get that deep into 
the process of finding your way. Because I even notice myself now, I've been living at that cabin for two and a half years, and I still have to look at maps occasionally to figure out how to get there. Yeah. And I feel stupid because I'm just so reliant on this little black screen. So hopefully no. Um, how about this one, Sir Edmund Hillary? It's not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. Mm. 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 Deep. That is deep. God, I will say, I think the thing that would be my ultimate dream to test out if I was going to marry a woman would be to take them and hike, like, trail. take the whole thing with them. Yeah. One of the kids I grew up with did that. His, he and his wife biked across the United States while they were still like just dating. And they got married immediately afterwards. I was like, that'd be a pretty good test. If you can make it this far with somebody through this kind of like experience, you know, sitting in a home, folding laundry, changing diapers, Christmas, you know, taxes, all those kind of things that will stress people out will seem pretty secondary. Like it will just seem just eh. like we, we had to survive and like you, I watched you poop in the woods before. You can survive this. Yeah. I, I think it would be pretty fantastic. Um, what I, I hope to gain from this whole thing is uh, a little bit re- less reliance on on all of the outside stimulus of the world. I'm recognizing the older I get that uh, we're going the wrong direction with all this technology and we're – we're too reliant on other people. I've recognized that over the past three years of trying to accomplish this thing, I've been asking people to do it with me. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm just going to start to do the things that I want to do. And the people that are ready to show up will be there when I get there. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. So basically from this point until world championships i'm basically um no drink uh no orgasms no uh i'm not allowed to watch anything except for action movies not gonna really go out to dinners i'm just gonna lock in to world championship mode i've got three weeks until i fly out just under four weeks until i compete and it should be pretty spicy. I took the last four weeks off. Oh, no, sorry. I took the last week off completely of training. I only did like yeah. two sessions. And it was incredible. I sweat almost every night through my sleep, though. That was pretty odd. Hmm. My body's still coming out of something. You probably you keep the AC. Or you don't have AC. California doesn't have air conditioning. You just keep the windows open and hope bears don't punch through the screens no it's not because it's hot here my body is um my body's just working through something right now hmm. i definitely trained the shit out of myself um for the past couple months leading up to this thing and i feel good dude i've got i'm gonna be working out i'm gonna hit three sessions a week of real intensity and focus on on the world championship level and just study my stations and watch video all the time of me competing and all the uh, all the other competitors, and just come up with a formula and just fucking knock this thing out of the park. Are you and coming? When you guys still? compete, yeah, yeah. Um, when you guys compete, 
you guys aren't I, I think this is good this year that the pros or excuse me the elite aren't going to be out on the the run track with just the average joe right so you aren't going to have to be jocking your 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 uh your way through and like people slow people are, are still in your way and you're going to have to jock out and around them you can just run with the other elites right because that was um, a big problem you're you're like hey please get out of my way please get out of my way i'm running fast we, here we didn't have to deal with that um at world championships last year but the thing that was stupid that they did last year they put our event at the end of the day mm-hmm. and everybody had already been competing and it basically was like we want to go home. We don't want to sit here and watch these guys. So it's going to be the night before. It's going to be a little bit late in my yeah, mindset. It will, it will still be the end of the day, but um, nobody else has competed at all. It's it's like the it's like the fight event that you go to see at the you know end of the night. Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather. It's it's that fight. Uh, it's it's the uh, the showcase bout is you guys and there, there aren't any prelims throughout the day. It's a little bit too late though. Germans don't know how to run anything. I'm just recognizing after being in business with Germans for four years, I'm impressed that they even put steering wheels on their cars. They're incompetent. Um, but you know, there's a reason why we beat them in world war II. The reason why everyone beat them in world war one. They just don't know how to organize themselves, but you know, we're, we're going to participate. We're glad that you guys are putting on a race. I plan on wrecking the shit out of you guys. Um, doesn't matter what hour of the day you want to put me up to the test. I'm going to freaking tear you a new one. And So um, can we go through, like, what is what is typical? What What is uh, your typical race day um, protocols? Like, what do you go through mentally from when you first wake up to eating? Do you eat anything different? Obviously, you have to have to do some like uh, some scheduled um, pre-race plannings with the committee that's putting it on. But besides from outside the the required meetings that they tell you to go to, what is the mindset of Hunter on a on a world record championship race day? But I just I make sure that I'm really carbed up. I'm eating carbs all day long because I think it's just so easy to forget when you're not moving as much to eat as much. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I try to really keep my adrenaline down. It's so easy to get around other people. And I, like, I just see these other guys and I just want to fucking kill them. Most of my competitors so stay I really, alone. Yeah. I try to stay alone. Secluded recluse spider. A lot of these guys I don't like. So I just get angry. You got to stay away from that. Um, and, you just can imagine yourself. Everybody wants to shake hands, take pictures, flex, all that kind of stuff. You just stay away from that. Just save it. Um, you know, usually everybody, like even like last year, they didn't like it at all. And they wanted to like take all these pictures of us getting ready for the championships. They will literally make you sit around for like four hours and take pictures and stuff. I leave. Mm-hmm. I leave. And then they get upset with me afterwards. I don't even care. You could take my prize money. I'm not taking pictures. Yeah. Um, it just uh, not because I don't want to take pictures with people. It's just these companies will tech. Like I just been doing this for such a long time. They don't necessarily respect the process of what you're going to do later on that day. And they're like, Oh, I'm like you guys should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. Um, 
So you just get in, get out, be polite as possible, and just go focus on yourself. Um, you know, I tend to have like my friends and family around, but I try to start to isolate myself from then even because everybody just wants to like move around. Everybody gets unsettled. You got to stay settled. I will probably get to the venue around like six thirty, and the event goes off. I think at eight fifteen or eight thirty. Start warming up a little bit, probably around eight hmm. um, or like seven forty-five, and just keep yourself, keep your headphones on. Yeah. Don't talk to anybody. I mean, dude, last year I remember people started coming up to me. They're like, dude, they took a plate off the sled. And everybody's starting to get all unraveled and everything like that because they recognize the Germans were too weak to push the sled, so they had to take weight off. Um, and I was like, nothing I can do. Put my headphones back on. Yeah. And you just got to stay focused. So that's the one thing I've recognized at this point is there's nothing – there's nothing that's going to happen that day that's going to make your life any better. There's only things that can make your life worse. So just stay away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Head down to the grindstone. Yeah. And it always pays off. It always pays off. You know, I think the only difference between this year and last year is the venue. Mm -hmm. The competitors are basically all the same. I've studied all the analytics. No one's really improved their, their race time drastically. Like it's, it's the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the girls field is totally different. Yeah. Those girls are monsters. Jacoby, Megan Jacoby, did you see, uh, in high rocks is doing a new thing on YouTube where it's like, uh, they do a weekly video on anything that's happened with the elite. She just broke for women's, uh, elite, uh, the, the one hour, like two mark. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's good. She can beat most of the guys, mm -hmm. pretty much all the guys. She's intimidating. She's basically like the female all-American hero. Like she's a carbon copy of me, blonde hair, big muscle, rips it the shit up. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm proud of her. I'm pumped. I want to get both of us Americans up on top of that podium. Yeah. Keep this sport right in the palm of our hands. Because <laughs> two Americans, two blondes won last year. Two blondes are going to win this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, dude. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think we've talked it through. Uh, I appreciate everybody logging in and having a good time. Uh, Dylan, if you're still on, don't forget, dude, you weren't even able to make it through a three-mile hike, so there's no chance you're going to make it on the ACT. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. He wrote me. He said, it's a bucket list thing of mine. I was like, you better lose that piece of paper and that bucket because you ain't going to make it, homie. Um so, you know, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I know I get a little rowdy at this time of year, especially talking about competition, but that's because we're close. I want to get this shit done, and then I'm going to go for a hike and be peaceful in the woods, count four-leaf clovers and stuff. If you guys want to get check out what we're doing, the big things that are coming up, June 12th is the start of our summer shred. We are going to do our intro on June 11th. This is going to be basically the breakdown of what you can expect that whole week, and then I'm going to be disappearing for two weeks, so do not miss that call. It will explain everything that we're doing, every all your resources, how to get shredded as possible, how the guide works, and 
it's one of those kind of things where if you want to step up to the next level, you got to step up with the right people and you got to have the right plan. There's a reason why I hire new coaches every single year. I find out new formulas every single year. If you guys have been doing the same workouts and you're in the same lane that you've been in for years, there's no wonder that your body looks exactly the same and your progress is exactly the same. You have to do things differently. You have to take risks. You have to learn. And if you're not going to put yourself out there on the line, you're going to be exactly where you were this time last year. So based on that, guys, step up. Let's get ripped, baby. And last but not least, guys, if you want to push the limits and you guys want to have the best products in the market, Builder Sports is the ones that we're really, um, I'm really standing behind. I created this company because most supplement companies were created by bodybuilders and for bodybuilders. They're not athletes. Dudes that do reps of 8 to 12 for 45 to 90 minute workouts of doing squats and pull-ups and you know stuff, they aren't athletes. They're not running high rocks, marathons, Ironman, Spartan races, things like that. They have different needs, different bodies. So you guys got to make sure that you get the products that are going to give you guys the right results and help you get supported race to race, workout to workout. And another thing, guys, you're going to see some ads coming out about this. A lot of the mainstream companies that are producing products, and I'm not going to name them because I don't want to get sued, are literally putting in such bullshit into their products, and they're not even putting in the products that they say they are. Maybe Google this anytime you guys have some free time about some major companies being sued and bankrupt right now for lying about what they have on their labels. Um, we're batch tested. Everything that we do is up to par in the right amount of ingredients to get you guys the right amount. It will of also results. be Prop 65 tested. <clears throat> yeah, baby. Got to be careful. People will see hey, you these days. Um, want to give a congratulations to our Irish friends, the Irish. The, I think they were named like the most famous Irish duo. They they got first, Tom and Dina Hogan. First place in age group for doubles. Dubs. Dude, I, I'm just praying that Tom makes it through. I think this is Tom's last year. Tom needs to make it through and get one more year of competing, and then I think he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to get him into Elite 15. I think right now he's got his spot saved. He's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hong Kong's next. And if he can make it, dude, I'm freaking pumped. Dylan, I don't know if anybody's voting for you. Nobody's voting for you, Dylan. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to contact the county you work for and tell them to demote you from being a police officer to a, like a parking and street crossing guard okay. for the safety of this nation. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Uh <laughs> I'm up out of here. I had an absolute blast catching up with everybody. Ryan, it's always lovely enjoying my Monday mornings with you. It is. And um, this is pretty good, dude. We're getting some good engagement these days. I really appreciate it when I get to have chats with all you bros. So, ladies and gentlemen, over and out. Ryan, I'll call you after this. Later, Gator.